Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to the Truck Guy Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Guy. This is episode number two of our second season and we're glad to have you along. The Truck Guy Podcast is your dirt road ride to fresh inside takes on the latest truck news, test drives, how-to tips, and, you got it, a dose or two of high-octane opinion. In this episode, we're going to be talking with Thomas Holland from Throttle House. He and James Engelsman are right here in Canada and have built a powerhouse automotive channel on YouTube, currently sitting at about 2 million subscribers and over 300 million total views. Their on-screen chemistry and video production quality is second to none. Plus, it helps their bona fide gearheads and basically walking encyclopedias when it comes to cars and trucks. Filming at that professional level requires a ton of gear, which is why Thomas will be walking us through their recent quest to get a half-ton pickup for the channel. So join us while he describes what they looked for in a new rig, what the acceleration felt like while launching the 1,000-horsepower all-electric Hummer EV pickup in California, and his take on the burgeoning segment of car-based trucks like the Ford Maverick. That's all coming up in the next half hour on the Truck Guy Podcast. This is the Truck Guy Podcast with your host, Matthew Guy. Thomas from Travel House, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Thanks for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, just, just to kick it off, man, for our listeners who don't know or for our listeners who do know very well, <laughs> tell us a bit about Travel House. Uh, well, I, I guess there's uh, there's lots to say these days. Uh, Throttle House is is mm-hmm. uh, is primarily myself and James, and kind of these days flying around the world and driving cool cars. I guess um, we'll say I have nothing to complain about in my life because <laughs> I, I, I get paid to, to drive the latest and greatest things. Um, but now, nowadays we have a we have a small team. We have a uh, other than myself and James, we have Karsten, Greg, and Harrison who make up awesome. the production production squad. We're we're doing well. We're having a ton of fun, uh, you know, living the dream, basically. That's fabulous. And you guys do collabs sometimes with other YouTubers, right? Like Jason Camisa yeah. and the crew at yeah. Donut and things like that. Absolutely, yeah. We just uh, we just were down in California and we did a collab with uh, with Donut. Um, wow. Actually, I, they just uh, they just dropped a, a, one of their D list videos this morning, um, where uh, yeah. we sit we sit with them in like a kind of a what's like a price is right type of game where we try and guess how much dealerships have marked up cars. <laughs> um, and, and basically no one wins that game. It was just sad all around. 
But yeah, other than that, uh, you know, Jason Camisa, of course, is is a regular appearance, and we're going to hopefully yes. do some stuff with him uh, coming up soon. And uh, we've had Chris Harris on, and uh, indeed, we'll do some more stuff with him in in the future. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. I love just congratulations on the success. I think it's fantastic, you guys. Thank you. Appreciate and it. the production, like I mean, the images and the video and the audio and stuff for your films are just fantastic. So you've got the team that 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 works with you guys. You've got a production crew that goes with you. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we've uh, we've obsessed over the production quality. It shows. Um, yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's it's good to hear because uh, it's a lot of work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> each one of these videos is is at least a you know on average a full week's worth of work for five people, right? So right, right. Um, it's 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 quite a quite a thing these days, and like like the planning beforehand that that uh, James and Greg primarily primarily do that side of it, like yes. getting cars organized and the flights and then the and the Airbnbs and the whole thing. So they're they're working their tails off, and um, myself and Karsten and Harrison are primarily the uh, the production side, right? Uh, Karsten right. and I direct and shoot the the stuff. Karsten does almost all the post production, and Harrison just kind of captures every piece of audio that you hear and masters <laughs> it and edits it and does sound effects and the whole thing. Um, yeah. the, the amount of logistics that goes into something like that is incredible, right? And you're carting around all of this videography and test gear and that, that oh, yeah. requires a pretty decent sized rig, you know, showing up in the, in the BMW three series or, you know, no, in, like now showing up time. in spaghetti is not going to do it, right? No, spaghetti will, spaghetti will not hold much. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, basically, we, that's why we have a truck. Cause we, we yeah. So, you guys got a truck last year, right? Yeah. We, yeah, we got it last year. I think it's just a two year lease um, and we have it until next year. Um, but yeah, no, we, we physically needed it because, yeah, as you say, we've got, like, if we're traveling, each person has a carry on and a personal yeah. item filled with gear. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there's three checked bags minimum, absolutely packed. You guys sampled all the brands for your trucks, right? I mean, you sampled all the big guns. Um, tell us a bit about that process. Um, yeah, well, we, we you know we have our extra throttle house channel, which is kind of like a, a channel where we don't have to worry so much about the production. It's more or less just a, kind of an open ended discussion about the car and you know James uh-huh. and I's thoughts on it, and it gives us the chance to to cover vehicles that we wouldn't otherwise be able to justify a full week's work of work for five people on like, right. there's just not enough interest out there right so mm-hmm. yeah, we, we, we tested as many uh, trucks as we as we could and you know a favorite of all of ours was the uh the, the ford uh, power boost with uh, right. with the 7.2 kilowatt uh power onboard thing i thought that was just the coolest innovation right and it really is yeah yeah I, I and honestly we tried to find one and there were none available uh, we're still <laughs> yeah, they just we just couldn't do it so yes. just not there, right? No, no, it just wasn't there, which is a shame because I think that that all around is a better truck than the Ram. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ram is certainly more comfortable, though I will say, right. That. right? And and I have spent many hours in that truck, um, not just you know driving two places with it, but like sitting in it, you know, mm-hmm. getting out of the cold or in between shoots or whatever it is, taking phone calls, getting and, business uh, on you. Yeah, it is. It is a very nice place to be, and I don't really have any complaints about the comfort of the of the truck. Fuel economy, on the other hand, that's it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, <laughs> you got the Hemi, right? Yeah, yeah, I got, I got the Hemi. Um, yeah, yeah it, it, it seems to get about sixteen liters per hundred kilometers on average, which well, means that right. now filling that thing up, we have the extended fuel tank, whatever it is, I think it's one hundred and forty liters or something. Yeah, it's like a gazillion liters. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's like well over two hundred dollars to fill it up, and I just I don't even look. I just swipe the card. It's awful. 
<laughs> yeah, it's exactly right. You just close your yeah. eyes and yeah, close your eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've done that. I've, I've I've got a Hemi in my Challenger, man, and it's I feel you. It, it used to go blub blub blub. Now it goes money money money. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, it's yeah, changed yeah. The sound. yeah. <laughs> I still I still like the I still like the sound. Yeah. Oh yeah. It sounds it sounds great. No no complaints it's, about that. Um, really it's got does. it's got good torque, and you know, like I load that trailer up with everything you need for a racing weekend it's a 20 foot trailer and it has a mm-hmm. race car in it and it has right. all the tools and i carry like a like a quick jack around with me as well right oh wow and then yeah and then and then the back of the truck is absolutely filled to the brim with uh you know jerry cans i carry three sets of tires with me um right. and it just thunders down the 407 all the way to to, to most sport right it's great <laughs> yeah that's right. The, the, the payload on Rams is really impressive. And towing, and I guess that was one of your priorities when you were looking for a truck was towing and comfort. Sounds like were the two things you were looking for. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the tow, tow, comfort was a big, big, big one, uh, but towing definitely needed to be there. I, I didn't think that we need, and I'm glad I didn't make the choice. Like we were looking at going to the, the next size up of trucks, right? The F-250, mm. whatever it was, yeah. or even like a, a diesel. Um, but I just, yeah, I, I didn't think we needed it. And mm-hmm. I was going to be driving the truck enough without the trailer that I was like, and, and I, you know, in the end I was right. The truck doesn't feel strained at any point, yes. especially with the trailer brake controller and, uh, and, and all this stuff. And I actually, the air suspension, which is, I know it is a contentious point among truck people and it's not reliable, blah, 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 but I've leased yeah. it. So I don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it really does help. It levels the whole thing off. Right. And yeah. it, it is nice to, to be able to drop the tailgate and use it as a table down to a more manageable height that's absolutely i know like you said the air suspension can be a bone of contention but i agree with you i think it's a great thing because the truck stays level which is important when you're towing yep and it doesn't look like it's you know it doesn't look like a carolina squat right with the front hand up in the air yeah yeah, Yeah. you're not you're not illuminating the other side of jupiter with your headlights or anything yeah exactly oh well funny you should say that actually when i picked up the trailer it was so it was empty um, I used our Forerunner to 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 bring it home, and at this point, so the four the Forerunner we have a 2007 Forerunner, which is actually like we're selling now, um, right. but it uh, it came on that uh, X3S suspension, the cross hydraulic suspension, which That's right. yeah, which failed, and so I just got rid of it and I put some um, Elka kind of off road racing dampers in it awesome. because we wanted a really soft ride, and like the dampers are amazing, like like just mm-hmm. the, the quality of the ride is is in the body control is unbelievable but um it wasn't quite they were not quite stiff enough the springs weren't stiff enough to deal with the weight of the trailer so it was the scariest drive home of my life (laughs) going down the highway like the steer i'm pretty sure the wheels were off the ground half the time in the front um so yeah no that was that was no good um but but i'm alive i survived that's awesome are are there any i mean because the styling of the ram is something that a lot of people gravitate to I don't know if that played or you even cared about the styling or anything like um, that. Cause there's, I, I, I didn't care that much to be honest. I, I think yeah. it looks good. I like the look of it. If I were to choose, I wouldn't get the, Oh, what's it called? I think I have the night package or something on it. I can't remember mm-hmm. the, the name. I can't remember the name of the package, but it comes with the big, dumb, stupid plastic hood bulge. on the, the top, Yes. It's got a cod is, piece on this hood. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely pointless. It literally makes it so that, if there were a basket of kittens in front of me, I wouldn't see them and I would run them over and I would cry <laughs> for years. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a, it's just a, it's just a monster energy hat in the form of a hood. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I think personally, visually that the wheels look silly 
on this. It's it's a very much a road truck, right? It's got the big twenty right. something inch wheels. It's and like, huge. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's silly. And like to me, a truck should be utility first. So like just looking at it, I feel silly driving it sometimes. If I'm honest, I'm happy that I've got the winter winter tires on it right now because I went for a much much taller sidewall on the tire and it looks more like a truck. It looks better. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm about to put those summer tires back on and, and embarrass myself driving around the city. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I don't think it needs that package. The only advantage of that package is it does give you a torsion, I think, diff in the rear. That's right. Um, which which means that. Honestly, like it has that the four wheel drive auto, and I, I have only ever used that in the like the worst winter conditions. The uh, the uh, diff in the snow tires does ninety nine percent of conditions. It's great. And having the right tires on your vehicle is half the battle or more, isn't it? Oh, it, it's it couldn't be. I can't discuss it enough. Yeah. Like people DM us Whether all the time car advice and stuff and in one of the common questions do i really need snow tires I'm like yes you absolutely really need snow tires if it snows mm. get snow tires it's not it's not a debate it just completely transforms the way the car handles and i mean that it's only four fist ish size patches that are on the tarmac at any given time hey yep when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, one of the cool things that you guys did in California was you drove the Hummer EV and the Rivian R1T. What was that like? Um, they are they're incredible. They're incredible vehicles. Honestly, well, I'll start with the Rivian. The Rivian is cool. is, is an interesting one because it it feels very much like a ground up EV, um, which is which is good. But what I mean by that is that these uh, these kind of California upstarts that are doing ground up EVs, whether it's the yeah, Tesla Rivian or or uh, Lucid, they mm-hmm. tend to be able to package them better. They think EV first, car second. As a result, the batteries are in the correct place. The wheelbase is in the correct place. You have a frunk, you have a trunk, you have the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is, you know, kind of a thing. A lot of these other legacy manufacturers don't seem to be capable of thinking that way. So a lot of them are making ground up EVs that don't have a frunk. Like, what are you doing? Like what? Like what right. are you doing? Why would you waste my time with this? And then the and then the range isn't nearly as good as it needs to be. Yeah, the Rivian the Rivian nailed that. To their credit, they nailed it. It's it's a really usable truck. It drives amazingly well. Um, the like that that storage gear tunnel is great. You can right. add all these accessories to it. It's it like the, the usability of it is is wonderful. Um, the like the 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 ride is like a bit truck like, a bit jiggly. I would say. Okay. Yeah. But for the most part, it it can it can do everything. Like it can carve a canyon, it can drift, it can off road, it can do all the stuff, <laughs> right? So it's a really incredible vehicle. The only downside to Rivian is that it is a small company, and yeah. I'm still not quite convinced that they've done any vehicle deliveries <laughs> because every time <laughs> I've ever seen one or heard of one, I'm like, oh yeah, you're driving Rivian, yeah yeah yeah. No, I work for them. 
Um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. So there's that. And they refuse to put Apple CarPlay in their cars. Them and Lucid do that. Yeah. It's like just not doing something because you're, you just don't want to do it. I'm not yeah, doing exactly. this. Yeah. Well, they, they think that they're better at it. Right. Which they're not. You're not, you're not better than Apple CarPlay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not better than Google. It's Google. Google Maps is what you're dealing with here. Like your, your your GPS system is not better. For real. And it's so interesting that you talked about some of the functionality stuff of the truck because that sounds like it's really important to you in the vehicle, right? Or in the truck at least, right? Because you've hugely, got... Hugely, hugely important. Yeah. Like like to, making making the, the vehicle usable is, in, you know, intuitive is almost more important than anything. And this goes for not just trucks, for any vehicle, right? Right. Um, you, you need to be able to like these modern vehicles are so overwhelming now, some of them. And yes. it's funny because the, like there's, there's kind of like a generation and I don't mean generation in terms of like age groups. I mean, there's like a, a generation of car owners that bought a car in the early two thousands. Right. Okay. And that car, they've had it since new and it's like, Oh, well it's almost done. So it's time to switch to a new car. The actual, the, the, the technology shock that they're going to get, when they try and get in some of these new cars, that everything is like a haptic feedback button. Mm-hmm. You know, there's menus and sub menus, and like there's fifty thousand ways to customize your your heads up display and your digital gauge cluster. Like it's massively overwhelming, right? Yes. So the simplest, the, the simpler you can make a vehicle, the better. Honestly, just make give it give it the stuff that I need and nothing more. And like the Ram doesn't necessarily nail that. Um, a, one too many things are within the big screen. I have that big, yes. long, tall screen. You connect whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would love a hard button for heated seats and heated steering wheel. That's... <laughs> it's annoying <laughs> going to the menu when it's negative 27 and you've got gloves on, right? And you've got the, it's buried in the menu and you got to try to find it. That doesn't really exactly. work, does it? Yeah. No, but, uh, yeah, the Rivian, the Rivian is great. It's a, it's a fantastic vehicle. The range is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I hope it does well because I think it's a really neat addition. The Hummer EV is a totally different conversation, to be honest. I can't help but love it. I can't help but love it, honestly, because it feels <laughs> like it feels like a, a proper Hummer. Yeah. Like the efficiency of it is is comically bad for how big off the batteries the, are. Off the energy that's in the batteries, right? Yeah, exactly. Like it has decent range, but that's just because like the battery pack we showed in our video is literally the weight of a Honda Civic Si. So the whole like, thing the, weighs uh, over nine thousand pounds, right? Yeah, it's over nine thousand pounds, and you'd never know that when it does three point whatever seconds to sixty. Um, the amount. What's that launch like? Because that amount of mass removing itself from my field of view so quickly would just break my brain. It is. It is very. It is one of the most like charismatic and exciting vehicles to do a launch in that is right. on the market today, and I'm including supercars <laughs> because. Well, for a couple reasons. One, it's on big knobby truck tires, right? Right. So when it does launch, it's imperfect. And the tires kind of scrabble for grip. And like, you know, the rear slips, the front slips. And and then the front of the, the truck lifts up in like this big boat going up on plane. It Obviously, it is quite quick. And they, they've given it such a fun soundtrack. Um, I have, you know, you're never going to hear me complain about a manufacturer putting a cool soundtrack in an EV. It's so cool. Like the whole thing is like Apollo themed, right? Right, like, right. Okay. And, and, and I, I'm a huge like Apollo moon landing nut. Like yep. I've watched like all the things I've read, all the books, right? I, I, yep. I, I love, I love the, like the lore of it. So like seeing like the, the Saturn V rocket, all the cool graphics that they've done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
in it, like when you when you put it in Watts to Freedom mode, just such a silly name. It shows you the little Hummer like sitting on a launch pad on the moon, ready to take off. Really? Yeah, and I'm like, okay, you you've sold me. I I'm in. And then and then when and it buzzes your seat, right? There's like a vibe, okay. like a. Honestly, the best way to describe it is that it feels like a Disney ride. It awesome. feels That's like a good way to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like a it feels like a team of engineers and artists came together and said, "How can we make this like fun?" Yeah. Like, how can we just make it fun? It is like the antithesis to a German car. (laughs) (laughs) You've got got tons of theater and tons of superfluous things, but it's just so much fun. Yes. It makes, it makes big, loud spaceship noises when you take off. See, I even said take off. I've been sold. That's it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, it's great. I I, I love it, honestly. But it is ridiculously dumb, and it's very, very inefficient. And, 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 you know, it does concern me, uh, a vehicle that's that quick with that amount of mass ripping around the roads in the hands of uh, some, you know, gentleman who I'm sure is less of a gentleman than we'd like him to be. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, like, that's basically my only – you're going to see a story of a uh, a, a Hummer buried into the – the living room of a local house at some point, like somewhere it's up in a tree or yeah, something. it's yeah, yeah. Oh, I it won't stay in the tree. There's no tree on earth that would support the weight of that car. But I know what you mean. <laughs> and on the, on the total flip side of that from the Hummer EV, we've got these smaller trucks that are starting to show up like the Ford Maverick and like the yep. Hyundai Santa Cruz. And mm-hmm. what's you, you, you've driven both of those too. What's, what's your yeah. take on those car on, on those trucks? Honestly, I think I think they're great. Like we we made a we, we did a sketch at the beginning of our video on those that that was kind of poking fun at the the, the truck audience yes. who who doesn't think that you know non body on frame trucks are even trucks, right, right? Right. But like, yeah, to some degree, you know, they're not. Obviously, they're not made for proper utility. But mm-hmm. trucks, for the most part, are too big now. So, like, give me something small that I can just throw crap in the back. Like if I want to go pick up mulch for my garden, which mm-hmm. I do with the Ram, yeah. then, you know, I, I don't need a, a whatever many liter V8 huge towing capacity. I just need a flatbed that's not yes. inside the cabin so that I can put a bunch of dirt filled with worms in it and not have to worry about it. So <laughs> I, I really, I really like the, I really like these little things, right? They're, they're, they're very utilitarian. They're, they, they're great for, you know, like gardeners all the way to, uh, you know, people who like weekend camping and climbing yes, and yeah. stuff like that, right? Like I used to, I used to be a, a rock climber. Okay, um, I did. I did a lot of rock climbing. Did a lot of ice climbing. And no way. It, yeah, yeah. It, it would have been. Cool. It would have been really nice to have a vehicle to be able to just like we wear crampons on our feet. They're like spikes, right? And gotcha. you know, we had ice axes and ice screws and like these are all sharp objects. Yeah. And to be able to just throw that in the back of a pickup truck and drive home is perfect, but I don't need a full size pickup truck to do that. I just need to no. drive somewhere efficiently. My only complaint is that I wish that the hybrid, uh, of the, uh, the Maverick came in a, the uh, all wheel drive version. That would be nice. Yes. Yes. I agree. I, they might sort that out at some point in the future, but it's an interesting price point too, to compare to some of the other things that are available in the market. I think there's going to be people buying them who might not have considered something with an open bid before. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah like as, as soon as you realize that you don't, I mean, there, if your lifestyle fits it, then yeah. it makes more sense 
really. So yes. uh, yeah, I think I think they're great. I think they're fun. I think they drive really well. To be honest, they, they drive like almost like lighter uh, uh, crossovers, and and to, between you and me and everyone yeah. that's listening to this podcast, um, <laughs> I don't like crossovers. I think most of them are pointless and stupid. But yeah. the 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 these little kind of truck things are cool. It's At least absolutely. now they are. Right. So, mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. I would rather I would rather drive around in a, uh, a Hyundai Santa Cruz, the, the new one, rather than the than the alternative uh, crossover utility vehicle. Right. 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 Because when you're sitting behind the wheel, you know, you you're like, OK, so it feels like I'm in a Tucson until you look in the rear view mirror and you're like, oh, I've got a you know four foot whatever bed back there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So just before we go, there's one question I always like to ask just to close it out. And if there's. Um, a vehicle that's surprised you that you've driven, whether it's recently or something in the past or whatever, if there's something that you've, something that surprised you might've been its dynamics or styling or just, Oh crap, this is not doing what I wanted it to do on the racetrack. (laughs) Mm. Um, Yeah, there's, there's, there's been a couple, but the one that stands out probably the most um, was in a video that we just released uh, two days ago yesterday was mm-hmm. the uh and the old nsx from yes. the uh, from from the 90s that car was one you know it's a v6 uh, i've heard from many i'd never driven one i heard from many people that it wasn't the it what it let them down a bit they were expecting something more out of it right and right. i found and I, I guess i maybe i went in with my expectations fairly low but that car absolutely blew me away i loved every single second of driving it i thought it was dynamically perfect i loved the uh the the non-powered steering i loved the i love the noise it made i love the the amount of power um it could be that maybe people that have tried them or have thought about buying one thought that it was going to be a budget way to speed and performance right. not budget anymore but they were you know five, five years ago five yeah. six years ago and 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 they, they, you'd be disappointed by that because it's not that quick Right. Yeah. Um, but for for myself and, and James, who've who've driven, well, now, I guess the fastest cars in the world. Right. Like like the Plaid and stuff like that. Right. Um, speed only does so much for you at some point. So you look for other things in the car. Right. And, and right. the NSX gave me literally all of the manual transmission, like the perfect, like mid engine balance. I loved driving that thing and I would love to own one. Just maybe not that one, because that one was <laughs> a pristine example, and I was even afraid to drive it. Worth as much as my house. They're for real, right? Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Thanks so much for your time, Thomas, and yeah. congratulations right. on your success. All right, thanks, man. Really appreciate it. That was Thomas Holland from the incredibly popular YouTube channel, Throttle House. Be sure to check him out on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. It was great to hear their priorities in a pickup truck, and I agree. Towing and cabin comfort, they rank pretty high on my top 40 as well. And Thomas is also spot on about the trucks which have been built from the ground up as EVs making better use of their space than some other designs. Packaging is king, and some companies do it a lot better than others. But that's our episode. Big thanks to this week's guest, Thomas Holland, producer Adam Foster, and to all the listeners for joining us on the Truck Guy Podcast. Be sure to check out driving.ca where you'll find the best in truck reviews, videos, and breaking news. While you're there, use the site's comparison tool for head-to-head shopping 
and sign up for their Blindspot newsletter. It'll be delivered to your inbox featuring a roundup of the week's most important automotive news. And be sure to subscribe to the Truck Guy podcast wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon Music, so you can listen to this truck novel Newfoundlander and his guests tell a few stories while talking about pickup trucks and 4x4s. Thanks for listening. Thank you.